0: I'm going to be reading out of the gospel of Mark, and I'm going to be reading from the fifth chapter, and we're going to be starting at the 24th verse. I will say that if you travailed to get to your screen or get to a seat today, you are in for a treat. I believe in my heart that God has something extraordinary to share with us today. If you believe it, say amen. Okay, some of you stand. Please, if you feel comfortable standing, and it's the tradition of this house, nobody has to feel forced to stand. I'm not going to get me in trouble. me, He made me stand up. Chapter 5. In the book of Mark, a very familiar passage, starting at verse 24. So Jesus went with him a large crowd followed and pressed around him and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years she had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had yet instead of getting better she grew worse when she heard about Jesus she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought if I just touch his clothes I will be healed Immediately, her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. Lean in on this part. At once, Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? you see the people crowding against you his disciples answered and yet you can ask who touched me but Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it then the woman knowing what had happened to her came and fell at his feet and trembling with fear told him the whole truth and he said to her daughter your faith has healed you go in peace and be freed from your suffering you may take your seats I would like to tag this text complete restoration complete restoration it is true that if we ever needed complete restoration, we need it now. Some of us are still halfway adjusted to what they are phrasing the new normal. Mm-hmm. Some of us are still trying to find our way to comfort. (laughs) Upgrading our masks so they can match with our outfits. Tired of picking up old soiled masks. Some of our cars got evidence right now. Truth is, this season has been one of great loss. Our hearts heavy. Our pillows stained. Because some who started this season with us have transitioned. And we rest in an area where we need complete restoration. Some of us even limp into the room today unsure if we will ever be restored. Just anxious. Um, it's messed up our swag. We can't smile the way we used to because we don't know what the future is going to bring. Some of us just now starting to recover but bracing ourselves for another disruption. Asking God, will I ever be whole? I pause this morning to hopefully Make a deposit. It is my assignment to create some capacity that each of us might receive complete restoration. Can you say that? Complete, complete restoration. You may not see it in the text because it's a familiar text for some of us we we come to this story excited because there was a person in the story who had been suffering for a long time and by the end of our story this person has received healing this is uh, a place for us to rally around this is where we say I know what you're going to say already I've heard this story before. If you would just allow me an opportunity to show you something a little unique. Here it is now that one of the things that we are seeing in the text is this this woman who her whole transition from suffering for 12 years to healing is all wrong. There's a problem when you really think about the details of the text. She now comes to Jesus. Um, Jesus had just crossed over to the other side. He's by the water, he has met this man, he's on his way somewhere. And this woman whose name we don't know comes, uh, wait a minute, I'm moving too fast. We see her and by the end of her story, she has received her healing, amen? This would suggest to some of us that healing is possible because you may have walked into the room and given up on your own journey to be healed. I know I'm not the only one, but if I suffer from something so long, I tend to draw a conclusion that this is just the way things are. Am I alone today that sometimes things have been going so rough so long, I don't even believe that healing is possible? Hmm. I love it. You're listening. I'm here to suggest that we already know that healing is on the way. So I want to deposit right at the jump, you can still heal oh man I don't want to go too deep into this before you begin to create the space in your mind it's still possible I want to restore hope in relationships I want to restore hope on the journey to receiving better care I want to restore hope to things that you have just put to the side and say you know what it's never going to happen I hope that by the time we leave today you'll think differently amen amen uh, uh, so, so we now find this woman and we see her journey uh, from, from suffering for 12 years to being healed. She then uh, finds herself in a crowd of people and the Bible says she comes up behind Jesus and she touches his clothes. Let's pause here for a second. Bible says uh, she comes up behind Jesus and she touches his clothes. Let me stop there. Bible says she comes up behind Jesus and she touches his clothes. This is a problem for me because she went to get her healing through the back door. This is a problem for me because when I read the text, it looks like she had to sneak in to get what she wanted. I'm here now. Some of us, feel the same way every single day. We don't feel like we can show up as our authentic selves so we sneak in where nobody can see us. Because it is easy for us to exist in our space of pain When nobody can see us, y'all not here yet. Let me see if I can get a little deeper here. I know, I know, I know it's not everybody, but there's somebody here who sometimes feels like they can't be their complete selves because of what they're suffering from. Mm -hmm. our suffering has caused us to literally uh, mask up just to come into the building Uh, our suffering causes us to be more comfortable in a crowd than we do standing by ourselves because when we're in a crowd nobody can really see what we're going through Uh, it interrupts and disrupts how we show up because the truth is uh, we don't want nobody to know what we're going through Mm -hmm. this is her she, she says okay um let me see if I can sneak in a healing. <laughs> Let me see if I could just kind of connect and disconnect real quick. Let me see if I could just connect for a moment. Because if I know if I connect too long, they're going to see me. Oh, it got real quiet because some of us have perfected this part. Come on in here, Sunday morning worship. I can only only connect for a minute because if I get too close, y'all gonna see me. This is our relationship with Jesus. I don't really want to connect to you. I just want to connect to you so that I can get what I need. For us, our story stops right there and starts over. And then they came into a crowd on another day and they snuck up behind Jesus and they connected and they disconnected and they went home. And they did that for several weeks. Over and over and over and the extent of the relationship began to sound real selfish because as long as they got what they need, that's it. Oh, I'm here for this. This actually creates a sore spot for some of us because we expect now for that to work for us in this type of relationship, but we won't settle for it in any of our relationships. <laughs> you better be careful. It's all right, I'm here. Can you imagine being in a relationship with someone where they just came when they needed a brief connection? Let me go on this side because I know I just messed up somebody dating situation. Can you imagine somebody only calling you when they needed a touch? That ain't, that ain't good either. Let me come back to the center. Somebody, somebody here just went, Mm. That was me last night, Reverend. <laughs> Doesn't this frustrate you? Doesn't this speak to the value of the relationship? Doesn't this launch us into significant conflict? What about those who this is how they learn? to stay safe, because as long as I don't have to stay connected for a long time, I don't have any responsibility. Let me get back behind here because I don't feel safe. (laughs) She had suffered a great deal and her suffering drove her to the back door. She suffered so much that she didn't feel like she could come in because Everybody else is suffering we didn't know about. Oh man, I'm not here for this. But just let me pause and say, you silly if you believe that everybody's not suffering. Everybody got some kind of suffering. There's just some of us who choose to show up in our suffering. And then there are those of us who would prefer to hide. Now the interesting part about the text is she's the only one hiding that we know about. But I don't think that's our reality today. I think most of us are hiding. We doing what she did. We letting Jesus get out in front. (laughs) And we letting everybody give their attention to Jesus so that they can't see us. And what we doing is we saying, excuse me. Just let me get. Excuse me. Uh, Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm not here to have a long lasting connection I'm just here for a brief moment I won't be long and this then leads us to the part of her story where it is that we discover that her restoration would have been incomplete ah, because her suffering had made her well acquainted with the need that was in her body are y'all still here her length of suffering her area of suffering caused her to only go to Jesus because she only really felt like she needed healing in her body and so then when she got healing in her body it would have made sense for her to just walk away isn't that why we love the story so much. Isn't that our favorite part of the story? Bible says she touched his clothing and immediately she felt something in her body. Her bleeding stopped. And we stop there and we say hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. She's not bleeding anymore. And we allow her to fade back into the crowd. But something strange happens here because she touched Jesus and she tried to escape into the crowd. But something strange happens here. She tried to pull the okie-doke. That resonates with some of you. She tried to hurry up touch his clothes, and disappear. But then Jesus stops and says, who touched me? She didn't expect for Jesus to respond. Oh, man, let me help you, let me help you, let me help you. Because she had lived a life now where she was used to people just dealing with her and leaving her. Oh God, this is so good. She had now come to expect that any connection can't last. Ah, this is so good. And this had, this had disrupted her ability to show up in public because she now didn't have a high expectation of an authentic connection. Oh God, this is good. And so now we see that her behavior was influenced by her suffering, even in the presence of the Holy One. She could not bring herself to trust that if she connected, that Jesus actually wanted to be connected with her. So she was just satisfied with a moment. Oh, man. And I just wish that I was in the room with somebody today that says, Jesus, I love you too much to just have a moment with you. Can I chill with you for a little bit longer? Can I hang out with you for a little bit longer? I know I'm not the only one. Jesus, I'm not just trying to come up in here for no quickie. I need a little more from you. If I'm going to connect, I want to connect authentically. Is there anybody here? but you might be blinded by your suffering. Mm -hmm. So she did what she normally does. Ah, this is so good. You know what? She did what she normally did. She did what she normally did. We did what we normally do and we expected a normal response. Mm -hmm. This is preaching already. Lord, help me. Uh, We did what we normally do, so we expected a normal response, but then Jesus surprised us. Can you just pause for a second and think about a God who loves you enough to really give you a new normal? (laughs) I just want to pause for a second and say I'm thankful because now we see that when we connect with Jesus, Jesus loves us enough that even when we do what we normally do, Jesus can disrupt that for our good. He didn't need anything extra. He didn't need any change from her. He said, she touched me. So here's what he did. He began to look for her. This is one of the few times in the Bible it messed me up because all of the other healings happened and they were looking for Jesus. But the Bible says that when she touched him and she got what she needed, Jesus said, no, I'm not finished with you yet. And I have come to help somebody in the building today to say, even if you got healing in your body, God is not finished with you yet. Even if you got what you came for, God is not finished with you yet. Even if you felt instant healing, God is not finished with you yet. And this should throw you into a moment of praise and worship because you thought that God only appreciated you for your body but he said I got more for you in this place oh God help me in this place he said I know you only came for one thing but I got more for you God I feel like running around this place is there anybody here who wants to thank God that you planned something small but Jesus planned something big oh that's not good enough I said, you planned for one little moment Jesus planned for a whole relationship Hmm. You plan for public transportation, Jesus plan for a car that you own. Ah, God. You plan for an apartment, Jesus plan for a home purchase. (laughs) Y'all not here today, but I'm just thankful that we serve a God that even when we come with small expectations, we serve a God that delivers on the big scale. And I know it's only August, and I know we've only been here for seven months, but God is in a season where he's saying, I'm doing more than what you expected. If you would just pause for a moment and believe that God is going to do more, he'll release those doors and open it up for you. Is there anybody here who wants to testify? I don't want the small defy my expectations do more than what I need you to do I know I came from small but I serve a big God this is why the enemy is frustrated with you because even with your mustard seed of faith God is still moving mountains he's still defeating giants you only came with one thing but God said I'm not finished You're through yet look Isn't it humbling to know that God knows better than you do? Get back to the text. She tried to fade to the back with just healing in her body. And if she would have had healing in her body alone, she would have had an incomplete restoration experience. I'm here because there are some appetites that are just satisfied with incomplete restoration. Meaning, you just want healing in your body. God, just relieve me of what I'm feeling in my body. This is our only request from God, if you would just solve the physical issue. God sent me to talk to those people who only pray for surface healing. Mm. I'm so, I'm so here for this. You only want God to iron your wrinkles out, oh, man. You only want God to give you perfume to put on top of your stuff. Uh, you only want God to give you a surface makeover. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jesus said, "Wait, who touched my clothes? I'm looking for who touched my clothes." I know you're healed, but I'm still looking for you. I know you're healed, but I'm not finished with you yet. I know you got what you prayed for, but you can't leave yet. God help me. Um, I know that you felt an instant shift in your body, but I need to still have a conversation with you because you got your healing in a non-traditional way. Oh, I'm here for this. I need to talk to you because you came to me in a way that was unique from other people, and since you came to me in a way that was unique from other people, I'm going to respond to you in a unique way. Oh, God help me understand. Look, here it is now. Everybody else was pressing up against him. She was the only one who had the boldness to reach out and, oh God, this is so good. So let me help some of you who wonder why God brought you into the room today. I'm wondering if there's anybody who sometimes has been called different. I'm different. Yeah. I'm I'm wondering if sometimes people look at you and they wonder there's something a little (laughs) You can't say it, you can't say it, because the person next to you might scoot over. <laughs> sometimes people describe you as, you, you, you a little funny. You, you just being your normal self and they like. Y'all don't get that? I get that sometimes, I get that sometimes. Some of y'all giving me that look right now. It's okay, I'm gonna help you. Uh, here it is. Uh, she came to Jesus in a unique way. And listen, she got what she needed without permission. Oh, God, this is, this is so good. She didn't ask to touch him. She just went ahead. And, and one of the things that God wants to do to get us to complete restoration is to move us from a place of need and to ask for permission to be healed. I'm helping now. You don't need permission to be healed. Hello? You don't have to ask nobody's permission to get it together. You don't have to look to your neighbor. You don't have to come to your pastor. Truth is, the door is wide open. If you want to be healed, you can heal by your... See, that's why people can't stand you. Because you invited them to the party and they said they didn't have time. So you said, fine, I'll go by myself. Is there anybody in the house who just wants to testify to all the haters who said she won't do it if she's by herself? I dare you to stand up and prove them wrong. You didn't come to church with me, but I'm going to go by myself. You didn't want to go to the grocery store, but I'm going to go by myself. You didn't want to talk to that person. I'll go by myself because the truth is I don't need your permission. And that's why the enemy trying to take you out because once you realize that you don't need permission, something's about to change. And I just came to tell somebody that if you want deliverance, you don't need to ask nobody for it, go ahead and get it for yourself. Can we take the next 30 seconds and tell yourself, I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it, 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 I'm going to get it. Come on, come with me please, come on come on come on I don't need your help No, nope, don't help me you should have got next to me before God got with me now I'm hot you all on me but back then you didn't want to know me I tell you to make the enemy real mad and say if I got to go alone I'm gonna go by myself if I got to do it struggling if I got to do it crawling I'ma I'm sorry I don't need your help I'm sorry, I don't even need your applause. I'm sorry, I know I look funny, but I've been suffering for a long time. And if you knew how long I've been suffering, you wouldn't have let me come by myself. Because some of what I got is so much, the people around me is going to be blessed. I'm just going to get it until somebody gets blessed around me. I dare you to bless God for going by yourself. Now I got to hurry along, because I'm not supposed to be here this long. So, here it is. If I just do that every now and then, just know, I'm going to get mine. I want to be clear. Don't be mad. Don't be mad. All right, stop. I just need to get it one more time. One more time. She tried to leave. Jesus came after her because she didn't know how valuable she was. Everyone around Jesus, I got a word for the whole church real quick. It's coming. Just everybody here. Um, everyone around her wanted a traditional way. Um, they did things the normal way. She was the only one who said, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know what, God bless this, brother. Now, the problem is, if I use this, it's gonna like smatter all over my face. So I'm gonna take this blessing and I'm gonna save it for later. Um, Here it is. She came in a unique way. You just gave me a good example. You messing me up. You messing me up. You messing me up. Well, I'm going to go because cause, cause I feel like God just showed me something here. I, I just feel like God showed me something here. Look at that. 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 Uh, because in this moment, there are, there's a gift that's going this way. And somebody is crazy enough to say, well, maybe if we switch it up. We can all win. Oh, God, you know what? So he said, I'm not going to ask nobody permission. I see that man up there sweating. Let me get him a towel. And I just need for somebody in the building to let out a I'm going to get him a towel praise. I think you need a towel. Oh, God, I need to go. But I think you need a towel. I see you working. I see you by yourself. I might not be able to come up there with you. But do you want a towel? I got to go. But if there's anybody here who knows that when you were in your time of need, God sent somebody to say, do you need a towel? Keep on working, baby. Do you need a towel? Keep on praying, baby. Do you need a towel? Keep on fasting, baby. Do you need a towel? Keep on believing, baby. Do you need a towel? You messing me up. Now I got two gestures. I don't know what's happening, but I feel like God is changing the way that I move. God is changing my gestures he messing up my script and I just need to testify that if I'm gonna be completely restored God I don't want to be restored in the traditional way but do something new in my life is there anybody here I don't want the old thing I don't need the old stuff I don't want things the way that they used to be. I need a God who can flip the script, change the way I move, change the way I walk, and change the way I talk. They're not going to invite me back because y'all messing me up. Mm, yeah. Gotta go. Gotta go. So she introduced to the larger body what it looks like to break tradition. You don't know how much she broke it though until you understand how wrong it was that she was even there. Ah, uh, She had an issue of blood which meant long story short that in these times she was unclean. And the way that they treated the unclean was that you had to isolate yourself until the bleeding stopped. So as long as she was bleeding, she wasn't allowed in the crowd. And here is the thing. Once she touched Jesus, her bleeding had stopped. But even then, she still wasn't allowed to be in the crowd because the rules said that after you finish your unclean stage, you have to wait seven days until you can sacrifice two birds and you can take a ceremonial bath. So that means that she would have gotten healed and would have had to come back in seven days. She was not supposed to be there. So she was not just breaking the congregational rules about who could gather, but she was breaking the rules about what it meant to actually be clean. Oh, God, this is so good. And so when Jesus was calling for her, he was calling for a new tradition. Uh, God, I feel this thing. This is so good. He was calling for a reset button on what it means to be clean. He said to her, I'm looking for you because you thought it was going to take seven days, but I'm going to do it right now. So what I need you to do is I need you to show yourself so that I can use the rest of your story to help out all these people and some of you are trying to figure out what God is doing in your life and he's calling for you which one of you touched me I have something that I want to show you who touched me who touched me who touched me I know you're in a crowd who touched me who touched me who touched me I know you've been through a lot who touched me who touched me who touched me? Listen to what she did. So that when she realized that she could not hide, she ran out and fell in front of him. Look, uh, she went out and she, we- she fell in front of him. And she told him the whole truth. You didn't see it? You didn't get that yet? Let me see if I can package it. When she got there, she came in through the back door. When she left, she left coming in through the front. Okay, that that didn't hit yet. (laughs) She started at the back. Jesus was calling her to the front. When she met Jesus, his back was turned to her. When she answered Jesus' call, she got a (laughs) face-to-face. She got a promotion. Oh, God, I feel good right now. I'm done. I'm done. I don't have nothing else to say. I don't have nothing else to say, but I know somebody here, it wouldn't hurt you to get a promotion just real quick. I know somebody here is trying to ask God if he promoted you recently. Well, the truth is your phone been ringing for a long time. God said, I've been trying to promote you, but you won't answer the call. I've been trying to get you to the front but you don't want to answer the call I've been trying to get you to show yourself but you don't want to answer the call I actually have value that's stored in your life and in your mouth but you don't want to answer the call and I wonder if there's just anybody here who is tired of hiding from the best parts of your life you see she had to come and she had to tell the truth you think that the truth is going to send you backward but the Bible says something crazy I believe the Bible says it. It says the truth will set you. You trying to get free, but you trying to hide. You trying to get free, but you trying to keep that stuff to yourself. And so complete restoration looks like this. She came, she got healing in her body, but she fell to his feet to make a confession. Healing by itself is incomplete. Healing with confession, my brother, makes healing complete. You can't heal completely without confession. That's in the text. Jesus said, I'm not going to let you leave without confession. Now, the problem was everybody was listening because you can confess when it's just you and the person. Oh, I know I'm I know I'm in the house because some of our relationships have healed, but there's been no confession. You wanna be really happy and secure, but you know you haven't said everything. So your healing is incomplete. And that's why there's all of this potential unfulfilled. Mm -hmm. My question to God is, why would you even permit me to halfway heal? Why didn't the confession come first? Oh, God. Because you needed the opportunity to try to get away, you needed to see if you can live halfway. It's in the text. When you fade into the crowd, you say, you know what? I don't need all of that. I'm good in my body. But there's something that happens in your mind when you haven't confessed. Some of y'all taking real deep breaths right now. Because it terrifies you to confess. I'm not getting in your Kool-Aid. I don't know what you need to say. I really don't care what you need to say. But today's invitation is to be complete. You can be complete. It's hot up here. (laughs) He gave her, he said, and when you confess, I'm going to allow you to go in peace. Until then, you will not be able to leave in peace because I'm going to come after you. You can't get away. Choice today is, will you leave incomplete? Are you really prepared to be completely restored? Let me give you some of the real tough confessions. Uh, And let's talk from the woman's position. Jesus, I've been dealing with this for 12 years. Do you know what it took for me to survive that 12 years? Jesus, there were times where I gave up. (laughs) I'm just helping somebody. There were times where I didn't believe that you were real because when I suffered and begged for you to make it right, I couldn't find you anywhere. Can we make a confession today? I'm not really sure if I'm in the right place right now either. I'm still searching. She fell at his feet. And she said, I broke the rules. I touched you without your permission. Oh boy, this is way too deep. And he said to her, it's okay. Yeah, complete restoration It's available. I want to shout you to the end of the service, but I think this is a good moment to access complete restoration. I think this is a good moment to say, you know what? I'm not going to leave incomplete again. I've got to do something. I got to do something that's going to allow me To be at peace. So here's what Jesus said. He brought her there and she told her story. Can we model? Can we model this? I'm not going to ask anybody because I feel like some of y'all are real like y'all get ready to go to the door. He going to ask me to say something. I'm not. But I do want to offer you a choice today. You can be settled with just having healing in your body. Or you can say to Jesus, I hear you calling. It was me. You can just take the healing in your body and be all right in the crowd. Or you can say, you know what, Jesus? I can't hide from you anymore. Would you make me whole? <laughs> Here's the confession. If you know, if you know that you're not completely restored, I just need you to stand. Look. Look how the crowd gets smaller. Look. Look 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 it's me it's me God I'm sorry because I settled I'm sorry God I settled I settled you had more for me And I settled. (laughs) You healed me, and I settled. You answered my prayer, and I settled. I backed into the crowd, and I refused to answer your call. I'm sorry. you had more for me and I left it on the table we can't do this uh, we can't do this uh, literally because we're social distance but I hear God saying who touched me who connected with me and left incomplete who touched my clothes and I'm just going to be a little bold for a second Bible says everybody can't do this so I want to prepare you Bible says she came and she fell at his feet can I metaphorically invite you Jesus I'm tired of hiding I fall at your feet Jesus it was me it was me it was me it was me we're at your feet Jesus I need to pray I need to pray come on if you if, if, I need you to lift your hands if you can't get down on your knees we're at your feet Jesus ah we're at your feet Jesus we're telling the whole truth today we left some meat on the bone you called we didn't answer you've been calling us we haven't answered we took the body healing, but we're going crazy in our minds. We settled, and we know we shouldn't have. Jesus, 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 oh Jesus, oh Jesus. I know people are looking at me. I know people are thinking, who is this crazy person who falls at the feet of the Savior? And he said to her, Your faith has healed you. I'm praying in the name of Jesus that this gesture of falling before you will set somebody free. I'm praying, Jesus, that we would leave in peace today. I'm praying, Jesus, that the tears that we are crying, that you would see them. Ah, there it is. I'm praying that shame would be lifted. And I'm praying that courage and hope would be restored. I gotta go. Jesus listened to her. He said, go and be free from your suffering. All who felt like they were free, clap your hands and said, Amen. And Amen. And Amen. I gotta go. But can I just deposit this? My wife knows how important this is to me. I promise I'm done. Um, says that her bleeding immediately stopped. Yes? Here it is. I got it. I have to do this. I promise. I'm done. Her bleeding immediately stopped. Bible didn't say that she never bled again. Hear me. The Bible didn't say that she never bled again. Hear me. Because the bleeding in the text actually represents the body preparing itself to give birth hello so the bleeding has to happen so that the body can give birth hear me so the next time you bleed it's a sign that you are preparing to give birth so let's make some babies hmm listen God wants to birth something through your bleeding. So the next cycle has to give birth to something. (laughs) Here is the word of faith. May your birthing season, may your birthing season be without disruption. May your birthing season be without struggle. Yes, y'all. May your birthing season be without pain. May your birthing season be full of tears of joy because finally, after years of preparation, We finally get to give birth. Come on and thank God. I got to go. I got to go. God bless you. God bless you.